Forgiving yourselves and others can be sticky. Let's get unstuck together. Come on, guys. It's time to just go F yourself. Forgiveness starts here. (laughs) Uh, Hey, guys. What's going on? We're just dancing in the studio today. Having a little fun on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited, you guys. Well, before, I'm going to do your whole intro first, Justin, before. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful day in the hood, and I've got my new BFF in the house, Justin Pierce. Justin, welcome to Just Go F Yourself. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Okay, so, you guys, if you don't know Justin, you're going to know Justin, because he is blowing the F up. And we got a lot to talk about today. But he is an American contemporary modern artist. Jay Pierce stands for everything outside the box. He has found a passion in fine arts, product design, and custom urban murals to touch people in their emotions. And his use of colors and patterns makes his work unique and attractive to both the young and the young at heart. Jay Pierce is inspired by legendary artists Warhol, Seuss, Herring, and Picasso. He's always discovering new insights and artistic visions from art galleries, books, and pop culture in general. And he drives the dopest car I've ever seen in my entire life. It's not it's it's a piece of art. It's not even a car. It's yeah, a, his just, Corvette is decked out, um, wrapped in all of his artwork. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's colorful. It has over like I would say like fifty designs of mine just literally scattered all over the place. I, you have to get some mad attention in that thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hold up traffic. Saying. Yeah, you do? I hold up people at the lights. Yeah, yep. Uh, I've I've had people honk. Yeah, people are probably Stop like out their windows like, with their with their cell phones trying to take pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People uh, take pics with their kids and stuff when I pull up at the grocery store. <laughs> Everything is pretty dope. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it, man. It's a brilliant. It's a brilliant marketing move. Yeah, and it's all positive. There's nothing, you know. There's nothing negative or anything with my work or anything. So when you look at it, it's just you know you can find something new every time you look at it. You are. One of the most positive, chill dudes I've met in a long time. And let's go back to like um, all the way back to, was it three weeks ago when we met? Yeah, yeah. It was at the- <laughs> Three long weeks ago. Seems like longer, Justin. Yeah. Uh, it was at the uh, Mindsley, yeah, Mindsley promotion yeah. at our at the at the launch. Yep. And Shout got- out to Derek, because that's if it wasn't for him, I would have been. Shout there. out to Derek, and that's yep. how we met. Uh, and... I was wearing um, electric hot pink sweater, and Justin was all decked out in his colors uh, of usual. just like, as usual. And yeah. I'm like, I have to. And I saw your car. I'm like, I need to meet him. Hello. I think we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> and then you had a podcast and everything. You told me about. I'm like, oh what? Yeah. And the shoes. Yep. Yeah. Deck out some shoes. For oh you. yeah. I got my Vans. Be lit. Got. My, oh, I can't wait. Yep. I can't. I got the high top Vans ready for you to. Yep. The high just, tops are the best, too, because you get more canvas to work with. I know, right? Yeah, yep. Those are going to be worth some mad money. Hey, that's the plan for all my collectors. Yeah. My, my husband I'm said. gone, they can cash in. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Dude, you're 33 years old. Yeah. I don't think you're going anywhere anytime soon. No. Nah, my husband said, you can't wear those those tennis shoes you can't wear those high tops they're, they're gonna you need to not get them dirty they're gonna be a collector's item i'm like i know i know but so you're gonna probably have to do a, a wearing pair and a not wearing pair yeah they they hold up <laughs> i mean as long as you're not i mean around oil or anything like that or like any heavy i mean they can get wet and stuff like that and they mm-hmm. won't they won't smudge or um bleed Really? They won't do any of that yeah I've, a lot of people though when they get my shoes they display them and stuff and they won't wear them yeah. And me, I'm so used to just banging out shoes, and I'll wear them until they're kind of faded, and then I'll work on another pair and yeah. just keep it going. But well, easy you can for- you can wear them, but not too heavy. Okay. If you want to keep them clean, still. So just for special events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only wear them when I pod. Yeah. Because I'm really not go. walking around in any dirt or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, welcome to just go f yourself. I didn't even say that to you. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, we could have done a podcast, just you and I talking at our little party the other day, um, just talking about our, our lives and the stuff you've gone through. And I, I felt like you had such an interesting story. I definitely wanted to have you on the pod. So, um, you have like, tell, tell me, let's go back to when we first started talking and I was asking you, interviewing you all these questions. Um, when did this start for you? This whole art 
movement. I mean, you've been at it like 15 years now, right? Yeah, a little over 15 years. Um, I started art around when I was 16, 15, 16 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm 33 now. So like a little bit over 15 years of um, I originally started painting on clothes like shirts and like dress shirts and shoes and stuff. And I'd wear it to high school. And when people would see like, yo, what is that? And I'd Because for a while I was like back in the day I skateboarded. And mm-hmm. I was a heavy skateboarder, everything. So, like, all the new, like, urban fashion brands that would come out, I always had, to like, to have the new dope kicks and all that. Yeah. So, I'd be up on getting, like, having all the, the newest skate gear and all that. And then when I'd wear that at school and then start seeing other people having the same shoes as me and all that stuff. So, I started hand-painting my own stuff, wearing it to school. Yeah, you wanted to be custom. Yeah. And then, you know, sitting in class and, friend, and like, you know, people would just be like, yo, what are those, like, did you do those? Da, 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 da. And like people started catching on uh-huh. and I just kept, and they wanted designing. some. Yeah. So I just kept designing my own gear. And then, um, I was in foster care and stuff like that on my own at 16. I know. And, I want to, um, I want to talk about that since yeah. the show's on forgiveness and all of that. I want to, I want to dig into your story a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how I originally started creating art was painting on shoes and clothes and wearing it at school as like an outlet for just to kind of just to kind of stand out out of your head a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And I was, I was, um, color penciling and creating sketches and stuff like that. And then started hand painting on clothes and shoes. And then from there, um, I loved how like canvases are like smooth and like my, I'm all about like my smooth, crisp lines and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I started painting on canvas, and seeing like how easy and smooth it was to paint. Cause I was always painting on t-shirts, shoes and all that stuff. Yeah. To, which is hard. Know, textures yeah. and stuff. And mm-hmm. then when I started painting on canvas, I was like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. And so it I lit just you kept, up. yeah. Yep. So I'm just like literally like every other day I paint something new Yeah. when I'm not, um, working on custom orders, shoes, designs or anything like that. So go back to school when you were, when you're putting out your custom kicks and everybody was looking, just, you got attention all over the place. I'm sure. When was the first time someone actually paid you to, to do something for them where you're like, crap, I could really like, I could really do this. Well, I was working in home audio and it was in Southern California and I was working in home audio doing, um, you know, mounting TVs and doing that stuff. And Mm -hmm. my buddy, who owned the home audio business. He had a friend that was, you know, super rich, super cool, like super cool business dude. He needed like TVs or whatever mounted at his home. And so he, we went over his house and my buddy introduced me. He's like, yeah, he creates art you know, you should check out some of his stuff. And the guy collects a lot of art, Mm -hmm. like real, like high end art. And then he legit collector. Yeah. So he checked my stuff out. And he was like, I love this, man. He was just like, um, when you come back, he's like, I'm going to buy the two or I think, he, yeah, he bought three paintings of mine and he gave me cash and everything. And I thought it was the sickest thing ever. And I was like, bro. <laughs> and then I remember he was like, yeah, I want to get something else. And I remember I kept showing him like different custom ideas because I was so hyped that I made money off of my art. And How much did you make the first time when you were for sale? I remember he gave me like four. It was like. It was like six, seven hundred dollars, yeah. and you were like, what? "I was like, hell yeah, this is dope. <laughs> yeah. and obvious." And it was a super cool, like, high end business dude. And I just got it; just motivated me because it's just like, "Look, dude, like you're young, you can start your business. You see these people with these cool things; like you can have cool things too if you just work hard for it. Right? It happen. Right? Yep. And and despite how you were. Uh, how you came up in the world. I'm, yeah. I know you want to avoid that topic, but let's go back there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to force you to do it, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're what, good. Tell me when, when you were starting and your situation with your family and your foster your foster care and all that, how, what happened? Uh, my dad, he was just going through tough times. And then my mom, um, basically, I ran away at when I was like 16. And um, I was staying with my buddy and living on his couch and just kind of like, not sure what I wanted to do and all that. And, um, basically I ended up living with my friends in San Jose, California. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I moved out to Alaska with my sister and stayed with her because I didn't really have anywhere to go. And so I stayed with my sister 
out in Alaska for like a little bit, about a year, uh-huh. and then ended up moving back down to or moving down to Southern California and getting into foster care because I didn't want to go back to Alaska. And so I went into foster care and stayed in um, in SoCal for like a few years, but I ended up going into foster care and um, just staying there because I loved being down in SoCal and being able to connect with like super connected people. And uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, so it's pretty crazy. You had a bigger vision for your life. even. Yeah. Then. And I didn't want to go back to Alaska cause there's nothing to do out there. So what was the foster care system like? It was, it was pretty crazy. It, I mean, it felt like, I mean, like a kid's jail, like you had to go to bed at a certain time, like six, seven. Um, you had to like, I remember there was like things where you had to like work for like, you had to like, basically do good show that you're doing good to like use an mp3 player when those were popping or you like my skateboard i was really heavy into skateboarding so Mm -hmm. like it took me like two weeks to like gain trust to show that i wasn't some crazy kid or whatever and i was able to get my skateboard it was cool it was for two months and then i ended up going into a foster parent and staying with him for like a year year and a half two years and Basically, staying with him, I ended up doing this guy took me on this like yacht party where mm. like where he took me to the red. You carpet. had a rich foster daddy. No, like this. Oh. I, my foster <laughs> parent was really strict and oh, you okay. had to call and all that. But mm-hmm. I would be making connects when I'd be out skateboarding around and like filming and skating with my friends. Uh-huh. And so basically I ended up meeting this dude who took me to like these red carpet events um he worked with like some modeling agency back in, like in socal or whatever but we they take me to all these high-end parties with all these connected people uh-huh. and then my foster parent at the time he kind of got jealous or whatever and was kind of like blocking my my connects and me going to these events so when i was doing home audio my buddy that i was like he was a filmer skateboard filmer mm-hmm. but he also owned the home audio business and so I told him what was going on and he ended up applying to be my foster parent. And so, Oh my God. Yeah. He ended up taking care of me. Wow. And I ended up doing home audio for some like really dope people. One of them that inspired me to do my own brand was um, Jonas Bevequa. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his last name, but he was the, um, one of the owners of LRG clothing, mm-hmm. but he passed away um, a few years back and um, he would check out my artwork on emails and everything and like basically just like, dude, your stuff's dope. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing because he came for foster care and everything. So he would kind of motivate me. Um, he built LRG. He started from when he was in foster care and then it was multi-million and then hanging out at his house, um, mounting TVs when we we're doing home audio and then mounting mm-hmm. TVs at LRG and then seeing all the dope like people that work there and yeah. like the cool things that they were doing and all that. I was like, dude, I got to do my own brand and my own business. And so, so he really inspired he, you. Early yeah. On. He yeah. hooked me up with free LRG gear. Like we're talking like LRG was one of the biggest, like biggest, like sh- streetwear brands back in the day when uh-huh. it came out. So uh-huh. yeah, he, he inspired me to, to do what I'm doing now. Wow. Yeah. It's so amazing to have mentors in this life, isn't it? It just takes one that believes in you that can put you on a path of yeah. greatness. Yeah. Like the it's friggin' awesome. Yeah. It's, it, he was definitely like a mentor, um, and motivation. And then, you know, and then like now my mentor that is Samuel Jackson. I, I know I was going to ask you about that. Not, yeah. not that we want to name yeah, drop. Cause no. we both know a couple of, you know, big, yeah. big leaguers. Yeah. But, uh, like you interviewed Shaq. I love Shaq, dude. Uh, he's so great. Yeah. How he was like, he was like, I don't even want to be considered a celebrity. He's like, I just don't even, <laughs> I don't even like celebrities. Cause I don't I like know. how they he's are. He's like, Charles is a celebrity. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, we did, we so did that real. at the TNT studio in Atlanta. And, um, and after we hung out with the guys on set and, Char- yeah. and I know Charles cause he lives here and yeah. I've known him for a long time, but That's it was, so it was funny. Cause what are you doing? What are you doing here? I go, I'm interviewing Shaq, your buddy. And he's like, he's like, well, that must be a boring, that must be a boring ass interview. He goes, when are you going to interview me? I go, you were on the cover of my first magazine, you dope. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, oh, okay, remember. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but we had so much, oh my God, we had so much fun that day. Yeah. It was just, it was pretty surreal. My That's camera cool. guys were there from Los Angeles. They film all my stuff and they're like, 
who even are you? We were taking them, you know, all over the set and yeah, just whatever. And then, sick. and then Tony Robbins was really cool too. Cause they, those yeah, guys, seems cool those too. guys didn't even know who Tony was. And then literally at the end of the interview, my camera guys were crying. Seriously. It was that intense. They were bawling. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Anyway, That's back funny. to you. So, uh, Samuel and LL. Hello. Yes. Hello. Tell me how you got hooked up with these guys. That's amazing. Uh, Samuel basically was on, um, Instagram and I hit him up and he hit me back up and he DM me and he gave me his address and his contact info. He was like, yo, I love your shirts. I love your art. And he was like, hook me up and um, and I'll rock it and all that. And so ever since this was probably like two years ago, we've been just messaging back and forth. And I'll talk to him like every other day just to say what's up and all that. Uh-huh. But he's been legit, like always giving me advice, uh, just real, real, real cool, genuine dudes, like crazy that he's like one of the top dudes in, in Hollywood. And like I'm not I'm a real low key person when it comes around my birthday and I never really told him like my birthday or anything. Yeah. And he messaged me out of nowhere. He's like, motherfucker, when you didn't <laughs> you didn't tell me it was your birthday. And so like I talked to him like on a real, like cool, like That's just amazing. chill level. And so he's always motivated me, giving me advice. Um he always helps rock all my gear. And so with that, he went on vacation with Magic Johnson on the on his yacht for like two months. Mm-hmm. And him, Magic Johnson, his wife, all their wives, L O Cool J, um, Holly P and her husband, um, and a bunch of other people, Samuel's daughter, a bunch of other people went on this vacation. And they were all rocking and, your gear. Well, Samuel was always wearing my shirts, and so they're asking, you know, hey, yo, what is this? And so L O Cool J, when I FaceTimed him. Um, he was like, yeah, Samuel had a lot of dope stuff to say about you, man. It was really cool. Like he had a lot of great things to say about you and your work and all that. And, um, basically Samuel lined me up with LL Cool J. And so now, um, I partnered up with LL Cool J for a four year licensing deal. So I'm uh-huh. design. I'm getting my own merch with, uh, his brand called rock the bells. Justin, so, I've got like gooseies. Yeah, I have gooseies. Cool. And then he get, and then he shouted me out on Jimmy Kimmel live and um yeah on national television it was pretty crazy um ever since that like all the news crews will hit me up that's how i met tara uh-huh. uh, brad all mm-hmm. of them like mm-hmm. they found out through samuel shouting me out on jimmy kimmel and then jimmy kimmel i was talking to him briefly he nice. said that he goes to asu and all he, or he went to asu and he all did that. yeah oh so i didn't know cool. that yeah. i didn't know that yeah that's my school yeah that's dope. exciting yeah so that's how huh. that I, oh my God, I love that story. That's incredible. Now, had you done the, the, had you done the artwork of Samuel before you met him or after? I mean, after, Um, did you, did he ask you, did did he commission you to do that? Cause it's, yeah, I did. I did a bunch of just different renditions of his characters that he's done in movies Mm -hmm. because he likes to wear a lot of like his movie characters and stuff. So I kind of just went with that and then. Also doing stuff out of my own, like coming up out of my own head and all that. Like I would come up with designs and just, yeah. he would just be like, yeah, send me that. He was like, send me the taco tea, send me the ramen tea, <clears throat> all of that. Like he just legit was just is into my stuff. And then I just started doing more renditions of his characters, like some characters in my style. Mm-hmm. And he's a real big t-shirt dude. So yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I'm a huge t-shirt girl. Yeah. I wear them all the time with my, my Various tennis shoes, yeah. designer. I'm. I collect them. You should see my closet. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's like, it's like I have a whole wall of like designer yeah. tennis shoes, which is yours is going to be prominently placed. Trust Heck me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, it's a, it's it's kind of a so, sickness, Justin. It's kind of a sickness. I'm Lisa, sickness. and I have I'm a shoe addict. Hello. And t-shirts, by the way. Yeah, but, I have a few friends that collect. They get crazy with sneakers. I'm like, dude. Oh. I'm like, when have you spilled some ketchup on these and you just drop fifteen hundred on them? You can't get this ketchup. Then you know what? Out. Then you'll take them and paint paint something yeah. awesome over them. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm rocking the Air Jordans today. Yeah, I actually seen that. Those uh, are dope, and how uh, they match with the pink. Oh yeah, I got it, dude. Found it. I'm yeah. Yep. It's it's. I got it. Dude. It's kind of gross. I got it. It's kind of gross. We redo. <laughs> you we, like when, Yeezys? Oh yeah, yeah. Love. We we uh, we remodeled our whole house when we moved in. We Sick. gutted it. And so the one, so the hallway, the, 
the master was here and then the hallway came down and there was two other bedrooms. Yeah. And so we blocked it off. And then one of the bedrooms is my clot. We turned into my closet. Okay. And so my husband got his monstrous TV. The deal was he got the monster TV in the bedroom. <laughs> I got the, I got the closet of my what dreams. What size is it? it eight. Not- <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude. It's huge. Jeez. It takes up the wall. <laughs> You know why? Because we're OLD and we can't read the freaking menus oh, from that yeah, far away. Yeah, from the yeah. when we like had the regular TV in there for a minute, and I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking read this. Bro, right I now. didn't know they had a 90 inch. Oh, it's. it's I thought sick. it was an 85. 85, 90. I don't know. Yeah, that's be, that's yeah. nuts, babe. Don't exactly don't exaggerate the inches. <laughs> I know you like to do that. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You know what though? Isn't it isn't it the coolest when um, people that you meet and admire celebrity types um, yeah. that are just as cool as you think they're gonna be when you meet them? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Or, or they're better. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Like um like another person I just linked up with. I linked up with him a couple of times, but um he hit me up through my friend. He, who also um, he interviews a lot of upcoming rappers and all that, mm-hmm. but he connected me with Rick Ross and um, basically and his name's Matty ice. He does. I think, I don't know if you've ever heard of his podcast, but shout out to Matty ice. Oh, nice. He connected me with Rick Ross. Uh-huh. And so Rick Ross hit me up. Um, I did two five foot by six foot paintings for his new house in Miami and had me ship them do, you know, cut, he commissioned them everything uh, shipped him. He did a dope shout out video on Instagram and all that. I think shout- I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, shout out me huge. out. Sick. And yeah. um, and basically, while all the paintings and stuff, when he was getting him situated and hanging him, um, he Facetime. He, he I was always texting him and stuff just to be like on the same page for shipping. Uh-huh. But I remember being on the phone with my insurance, my car insurance place, and um, then. F- Rick Ross was trying to FaceTime me. I'm like, bro, what? And so, <laughs> and I took screenshots. I was like, bro, Rick Ross is FaceTime me. You better dude. put the insurance company on hold. <laughs> I know. I just hung up. You know and how took it is that. with insurance companies. Yeah. You're on forever, and then you get a call, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I literally hung up and took it. And yeah, it was really dope, man. It was cool. Just because I always listen to Rick Ross's music, and he's super dope. And then for just. To just be doing art for him and then having him FaceTime me and all that is just sick. Yeah. So dope. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Samuel now yeah, mentoring Samuel you. Yeah, Samuel's just dope. Yeah, Samuel's been. What's the best advice he's given you? Man, just don't be. He was like, he just said, just be be patient. Don't be impatient. Just, you know, let I, I forget. He's, he's giving me a lot of advice. But basically, just take it. Be humble. Always be humble. Always be thankful. And just be patient and just don't just don't get impatient and don't be dumb and just, you know, live clean and be smart about, you know, how you spend your money and what you do and everything. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's just a bunch. He's he's giving me a lot of a lot of dope advice. I'm sure. Well, I mean, because you're selling your stuff for far more than, you know, 700 bucks now. Yeah. Yep. Going up, 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 yep. and the sky's the limit. There's no ceiling on that shit. I love yeah, that man. for you. I'm stoked, I love kind of like that meme I sent you today. I yeah, saw it, yep. and I'm like, "This is a Justin meme." Yeah. It says it's got a finger on a light switch, and the off is ego, and the up light is soul, and yeah. it says how to be dope as fuck. Yeah. You're, so you're shutting off the ego and turning on your soul. Yeah, man. I don't. Have, I don't do none of the cocky ego crap. I knew that that about you just being around you. Yeah, I like treating people the way I like to be treated, positive. Um, I'm not negative with anything. I like motivating kids. I like like motivating people. And see, I would think that's so amazing because I would think about you that the way that you came up and in foster care and all that, that you'd have a little bit of anger. Did you you ever have anger issues you had to work through or Um, no? Or you've always been this freaking positive? No, I mean, I've had anger issues like every now and then, like not with like dealing, working with people, but like kind of like just dealing with people who don't come through or whatever, any of that stuff. And like, like with flaky people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. um, Which I, which I abhor. Yeah. My girl, Christy, you know, she kind of keeps me, she kept me on the toe, on my toes with the whole being negative and like talking, you know, yeah, like not just being like in that 
negative mindset when flaky people come across people or people who hate on my stuff or don't you hate the haters now i just live with it man i don't even care anymore i know you know i I can't make everybody happy so no we're not pizza yeah we can't (laughs) we're not pizza (laughs) we can't we can't make everybody happy yeah fuck that I gave that up a long time ago. Not the pizza, making everybody happy thing. Yeah. But you know, it's yeah, that's it's what, difficult though because that that you know, I've had I've had a bit of success in my career. Yeah. I just sick. sold. I started my business from a three hundred dollar credit card and yep. built it into a multi million dollar business and just sold it in COVID. So sick. Um. And thank you. And yeah. I I mean it, it's a huge accomplishment. But the larger I got with what in my sector of what I was doing, I mean, there's, there's just a freaking target Yeah. and you got to just like, you know, I'm like, okay, come on. Like, you know, Archangel Michael, Mike's always hanging with me yeah. and he's always got his like, you know, yeah. I know I'm weird. I'm very spiritual <laughs> no, person, no, no, but he's good. always got his sword and yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. like, you know, and I'm like, get away from her. I'm yeah. protecting her. She's got her spiritual bubble. Oh, man, that's... Like don't bust my spiritual bubble. Yeah. And if you don't like what I do, I don't give a shit. I'm doing what I'm doing for me and what makes me happy and what makes my soul happy. See, and that's the same vibe I like. Right. And I like to speak things into existence. Yes. Just make it happen. Big manifester. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Big time. Yeah. Yep. I'll speak it out, work for it, make it happen. Just keep keep on going. Even when things may be slow, just keep going, man. I'm always, always creating like... I never stop, man. I love to just keep going. Like, I don't like to, like, for, like, a week, I couldn't just sit there and be like, oh, yeah, things are popping. Things are cool. Like, I'm chilling. (laughs) I can't chill for the day. I can't chill. (laughs) I can't Yeah, I like to keep it moving, man. I mean, you're so much younger. You're a baby compared to how old (laughs) I am. No. But, I mean, I I call myself type AAA because I'm, like, the Energizer Bunny. I'm just all over the place. I'm an entrepreneur. I've always got my hands in things. We're always doing stuff. And I can't. My husband's like, can't you just sit there? Can't you just sit and watch a movie? Can't you just sit there? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I I got this. I got that. I got the tarot cards. I'm, I'm you know, yeah. I'm, I'm shuffling them. I'm pulling cards. I'm doing whatever. I taught myself tarot in, uh, in the That's pandemic. That's dope, though. That's cool. Because I'm very, like, I'm an empath. And I'm very, I catch people's energy very easily. Like, I caught your energy very chill yeah. and someone that we needed to know, mm-hmm. um, which is why you're here. Yeah, and, um and I'm, yeah, I'm just, I, I really wanted to hone in on, on that and tune in my, tune myself in. Yeah. And I figured what better time than the pandemic when we had a lot of downtime, right? Yeah. Yep. So I kind of, I was reading a lot into my, you know, about spirituality. I was studying the tarot. I was studying, um, spirituality and just like, you know, just really figuring myself out Yeah. because if dope. we didn't come out of this situation that we've been in with this world with the pandemic and all this crap all this shit yeah if we didn't come out of it better people then something's definitely wrong yeah oh yeah right yeah Yeah. do you feel like that yeah it's pretty cool during the whole covid stuff i've had people just like man dude like your art like brightens my day like i've had numerous people tell me that through the whole it does everything and so it's pretty cool and then like you know, um, veterans too. They're like, yo, your work, like I like your patterns and stuff. Cause it helps me with like my PTSD. And so I've had people like tell me all types like, I've had people cry and like, Oh, this, you know, one of my pieces like touched them or so it's cool. And then me, um, just motivational speaking and talking to kids and inspiring kids, like, and then parents, you know, coming back to me and like, dude, you've like motivated my kids. They love you, dude. So, Aww. and a lot of kids think like, I'm a rapper. Like when I go to like schools or wherever I talk to kids or whatever, yeah. they think like I'm a rapper or a singer. And you're going like, to bust out. Yeah. I'm like, no dude, I create art. And they're like, Oh, what? That's crazy. You look like you like rap or something. I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Well, first of all, your colors. I mean, I can't even, I can't even do it justice over a podcast unless yeah. someone sees your, yeah, your, like you car, your amazing uh, ride pull up. Bold and the girls, when fun, they saw man. it today, they were like, what? I go get prepared for this car. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's so amazing. I mean, it yeah. really is. We're going to have to post. <clears throat> yeah, we'll post some up with definitely, this, uh, yeah. with the pods. So everybody can see, but definitely. Wow. What an amazing journey. Yeah, man. So what crazy. is your, what is your, I'm going to ask the, the obligatory uh, question. What does your five-year plan look like? I mean, where, where are you going to be in five to 10 years Whoa. when I'm retired? What do you, been, what do you, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Hopefully. Uh, 
Man, I don't know, man. I'm just going to be doing more dope art for a lot of people, celebs, athletes, all that, hotels. Just continue to do that. And um, I'm into the whole NFT crypto space Okay, now. tell me about that because that is so very freaking cool. Yeah, so my buddy, I have a manager. His name's Justin Pierce, too, and he lives in L.A. What? Yeah, it's crazy. We've known each other for 10 years, and he met me when I was very, like, just starting off art. But he has the same name as me. His name's Justin Pierce. And How he's is a, that? He's an entertainment lawyer, and he lives in um, L.A. And uh-huh. um, basically, him and his son went to this party in Malibu at this mansion and met this NFT dude that that does NFTs and collections and all that. And we basically had a conference call, Zoom call, whatever, and... Where he was telling me that character collections are really in right now. And so I was like, well, I do a lot of goofy characters on my shoes and everything that I do on my paintings, everything. Uh And so I came up with my characters, which the shirt that I'm wearing now. um, And we did 4000 characters. um, And basically they were like roughly like, I don't know, like. 150, 250 bucks. But like people can buy in like Ethereum and stuff. Uh huh. And my buddy, he set it up, all the blockchain stuff, everything. I just created the art. I created these characters um, by hand, just, you know, separate eyes, mouths, everything. And then uh-huh. we put it together. And um, we launched in November. We didn't sell out until, like, January. But I was in Hawaii on my last day, and we ended up selling out. And it was the sickest thing ever, dude. Nice. Yeah. And so, I like that. I like the dollar sign eyeball guy. Yeah. Do, do they have names? No, no, they don't have names, but there, there's numbers and there's rarity, like how rare they are. Uh-huh. And so, like, people have already, they sold out, my car- or my collection sold out, and now they're being resold on the secondary market. And some of my NFTs are going for, like, three, $4,000 now. Nice. And then Is this something up. we need to invest in? I think I, I wanted to talk to you more about this. Yeah. I don't I totally don't understand it. It's but. like basically you own a piece of my art uh-huh. that nobody like a lot of people joke around like, oh, I can just screenshot that. So it's like, no, you can't because you can't have you won't have the right. high res file to yeah. go print it. You couldn't print yeah, it. Yeah, it's your trademark. Yeah. So yeah, you would own that piece of art by me. And so a lot of collectors and stuff that I've sold physical art to, they've bought in on them and were able to hold on to them. And they literally can just go up in value. Like there's, there's NFT collections, you know, obviously they take the right team and in time, but there's NFTs that like one NFTs, like, you know, a couple million. I've had people in board ape yacht club that bought some of my NFTs and board ape yacht club is their NFTs are worth like, like millions. Really? Yeah. And so I've had a bunch of big NFT collectors that bought some of mine because it's, it's just not like your unique or not your like plain collection. My collection is just really different and that I'm a, um, an actual artist and I paint people can see who the hell the artist is that makes this stuff. Right. They love that. Uh huh. And then so, they would have the rights to do whatever they want. Yeah. With that. They can print it. They don't, okay. they, um, it's non exclusive, so they don't own it. But they can print it and sell it and do that stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have had people buy it for like a buck fifty and then turn it into like to like a couple to like, thousand. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then now um, we've already kind of hinted, but I'm gonna do a zombie-ish um, reference with my characters, a uh-huh. new collection that we're gonna do like ten thousand. Oh. And um, yeah, and that's supposed to do like one point five million. And so I want in on that action. Yeah, I'll let you know. But my <laughs> my my collection now, um, when it sold out in two days, it did 600 F just at 600 F in two days. And that's roughly like one point six million in trading volume in two days. Yeah. Yeah. Where so does this popping. trade where I don't. Where it's on like OpenSea. Um, OpenSea is a big platform for NFTs. Um, yeah. I'm OLD is what I am because I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I have I to. I don't know about this. I stuff. can like, I can kind of like low, like slowly explain it to you. But like when yeah. I do my next collection, I can like let you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be like it's the gonna old be, friends and family, Justin. Come yeah, on. I know, I got you. Hook me um, up. Yeah, it's gonna be a, just a, a different rendition of my characters, but zombie like characters. Oh, I like that. A lot of people like that. Yeah. yeah. So I've been working on that already, 
and just doing a lot of paintings, um, a lot of new artwork. I got to get caught up on a lot of new, like new paintings and new work because I just I always sell out. Yeah. And so that's like with my five year goal. I just want to keep building my brand and my business, you know, keep doing obviously stay in the whole NFT space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to buy a house. I haven't experienced that yet. Um, just because, you know, the market's crazy right now. I, it is. It is. But, you but know, I, I have a feeling you're going to have a very sick house one of these days. That's what I'm coming. grinding for that. And then just. Just, you know, just work with more like dope ass people like you. Ah, I don't know. Like, so I don't. Sweet. Like, I'm not like a materialistic dude. I like my car. My friend owns a dealership. I traded artwork for my car. Oh, you did? I, yeah. I mean, Perfect. I don't, like, I'm not like, oh, I got to have a Lamborghini. I want to go have a, a house with like 10 rooms and all. Like, but I'm I just wouldn't a mind very a Bentley simple, convertible with your, with your stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, that'd be it. sick. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, with like hot pink interior my, with white trim. My yeah, like next it. vision of a vehicle wrap would be the G wagon wrap. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really or a, good. Or a jet wrap. Somebody's jet. I wouldn't want to. You own gonna wrap jet. your? Why? You don't want to own a jet? A jet one oh, day? Oh man. Nah. Just take a ride on someone else's. Well, you got, <laughs> yeah. well, you got a lot of buddies with jets, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. You can call <laughs> know, LL. Right? Call LL over. <laughs> yeah, it'd be dope to wrap a plane. I don't know. It'd be cool to get into like crazy projects like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, when is your birthday? Because I want to see what your what sign are you? Uh, September twelfth, nineteen eighty eight. So you are a September twelfth Virgo. You're Virgo. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Very creative. Yeah, man. I'm a. I get along with Virgos too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a. uh, I'm an old soul, man. I just. I just like to just stay focused on my business. I don't go club or do any of that stuff. Yeah. My friends always make fun of me. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm good. I mean, you got your, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you are good. You got your eye on the prize, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, when I was your age, I mean, shit, I was out on my own at 18 and my parents got a divorce after being married for 30 years. My dad ran off with my mom's sister. Oh, damn. And, yeah. I have an aunt, mom and cousin brothers. It's really fucking Jerry Springer on steroids. <laughs> um, oh but, God. but yeah, so I was out on my own, like couch uh, surfing, not knowing what I was yeah. going to do. And I was going you know, I was working jobs and going to school and just trying to survive yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was listening to, you know, my friends were out partying and shit. I'm yeah. like, I don't have time to, I got a, I got two jobs and I'm going to school right now. Yeah. And I would listen to Tony Robbins. I'd pop his personal power tapes, tapes. That's how old I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tape. Tony's like, don't say tapes. That, that totally Dude. dates us. Do not say tapes. Dude, tapes um, are popping now uh, though. I know. Right. I'll make a comeback. Yeah. Um, but I pop his tapes in and that was the only positive message I would hear that day just to keep going, keep going, keep going. And I did. And I I would think to myself, man, if I could just go to one of his seminars one day, if I could just see him live in person one day and then fast forward, you know, 25 years to we're working together and I've interviewed him and, and I told him the story. I said, you, you changed the trajectory of my life. And he's like, how so? And I told him the story. We're both crying. And, That's sick, and I'm like, now I'm interviewing you for my business. That's so dope. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. He's like, it's full circle. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Like it was full. You just came totally full circle. And it's the universe. It's the putting the yeah. manifestation out there to the universe that, you know. Yeah. It's cool that you do like with the manif- manifesting and everything and spiritual stuff. Because uh, my wife, Christy, we've been together for like we've been together since like, I don't know, man, over like 13 years. Yeah. And she's always, she was with me at art walks when I was selling my paintings for like 40 bucks. And now I sell them for thousands, but she'd always just be like, do you got to just stay focused for a while? She was like tough with it. And I would always be like, no, we got to stay focused. Cause she was going through school for like in healthcare and all that. Mm -hmm. And so she's real heavy on that stuff now. And she, yeah, she's just, she's like, She's like my motivator too now. Aww. So it's pretty dope. On yeah. the spirituality tip. Yeah. I wish you would have met her at the I know, event, I know. We need to meet she her. She works in she works with home health and kids and stuff. Uh-huh. So her her uh her schedule's pretty crazy Aww. working with kids though, so it's pretty dope. So kind, very yeah. kind and yeah. nurturing and yeah. encouraging. Yeah. Just what every guy needs, right, honey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's kind of, well, he's my, my husband's my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. You have to have that yeah, in man. this life, man. You got to be each other's cheerleaders. Uh, if not, you're with the wrong people. Yeah, man. So it's like, yeah. Cause I've dealt with so many people and just, just stay focused, Jay. Just stay focused, Jay. Just stay focused. That's right. Go. That's right. That's right. Cause you know what? Some of the haters one of these days, I know I say I don't care, but actually do kind of, they're going to be clapping from the fucking nosebleeds like that song. I'm sorry, but that's the way it's going to happen. And I remember, I remember this dude would um, always be like hating and stuff and be like, oh, shoe artist, shoe artist. When I was first starting out art and at art walks. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh yeah, he just, he's just a shoe artist. And then next thing you know, like I'm for the following five years, I was traveling all over China um, doing custom shoes and appearances at um, at like over the shoe company I worked with for five years. They were huge in China and we'd fly to all the sickest cities and yeah. they'd put us in like the dopest hotels and chauffeur us around. And I would do live art at their stores yeah. where they sold my, where they sold my shoes and um, they had over a thousand stores and I designed the men, women's and kids. And yeah, we'd pop up at the stores and I would do sh- art on shoes. And I was like, yeah, I'm a shoe artist now. I know. Yeah. I know. Shoe art this bitch. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was sick, man. It's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> shoe art this bitch. <laughs> I'm getting paid. I can buy yeah, this people place. Like, oh, yeah. You, you, you do clown art. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like. It's just, no, you're the clown, mother effer. Yeah. You're the clown. Fuck I'm just making some green stuff over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're right? about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You know we have to have fun with it, and we have to be humble. I talk a lot. Of, I talk a lot of game, but I mean, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty humble. I really am. Yeah. I'm just grateful and thankful Same. that you know, grateful to God that I've gotten through my life God because is whew, God is everything. Um, I've had many, uh, therapists ask me, how did you get through what you got through? And it was by the grace of God. Cause literally I, I probably should have been slobbering on myself behind the circle K with a needle in my arm, you know, because I went through a lot of yeah. stuff, hence this yeah. podcast and talking about how I got through it, putting out a book, um, awesome. you know, doing those kind of things. So just Sick, feeding man. my soul. Now, the first part of my, of my career journey was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be a workaholic and I'm going to grind. grind and get things and have things and, you know, but yeah. there's a lot, Sick you know, man. it doesn't, when things don't completely feed your soul there, you know, what good is, you know, we only have yeah. one life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you are, you're doing it, man. Yeah, man. I just like to love it. stay positive, man. And the, you know, what's so cool <clears throat> is you did it. You learned it at, from such an early age. Which is thing, which I'm very thankful because I've come across like other people who are in art who are, like are older than me and they own galleries and stuff like that. And they're like, dude, it's crazy because like artists go to school to establish like you literally can paint whatever and I'll know that that's OK. That's a Jay Pierce. And so and it's so dope when people are like, oh, is that a Jay Pierce? Like when people ask that, and it's yeah. so cool. And the, the guys just like, dude, artists go to school for years to establish a look that people can read who that artist is by whatever they paint. Yeah. And so, and I paint literally everything. And like your, like your legendary uh, artist mentors, Warhol and Seuss and yeah, Picasso. Dude. Yeah. You're going to be going down in history and they're going to be like, yeah. that's a Jay Pierce, man. Yeah, man. I mean, one of my biggest, like my favorite artists is Keith Haring. And yeah, dude, like it'll just be dope when I'm gone to be popping. Oh, be looking yeah. down, be like, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm not here, but gonna, I'm still you're here. You're going to be up there adding a little more color <laughs> yeah. upstairs, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. when that happens. <laughs> when yeah. in, a long yeah. time from now. Now, yeah. are, are you guys, are you are you planning on having any little any little Justins running around? No, any little kiddos? no. I don't no? want kids. No. Oh. oh, good. It's good. <laughs> I just, my art it's is good. my kid. Yeah, my art is my you kid. You birth every want, day. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want kids. I'm good. And yeah. then, I don't know, just with all the crazy, like, you know, school shootings and all the school drama, bullies and all that. I just wouldn't want to deal with that. Did and you ever just, have any bullies growing up? No, thank, thank God. I mean, I was just in the skateboard group, like, in yeah. the clique. Yeah. And, like, I would skateboard with, like, you know, seniors, juniors, sophomores, mm-hmm. coming into freshman year. Like, my buddy was his his sisters were all the hot 
the chicks that were the seniors and all that. And they were yeah. a huge clique. So we never got messed with because all the older dudes like, yeah. loved them. And so, yeah, man, I was just a part of a skateboard clique and just, you know, I'd just get along with everybody. And that's the thing before I was even doing art. That's just just who I am, just mm-hmm. genuine, just mm-hmm. connecting with everybody. Like you're a chameleon, you can kind of fit in yeah, with anybody. Man. Like I don't deal with like none of the racist, cocky. I've dealt with all of that type, all those type of people, and it's just you know I've stayed true to who the hell I am, man. Ah, yeah. I love you for that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so since we're a show on forgiveness, on the way out, I have to ask you this because I ask everyone. Yeah. What does Justin need to most forgive himself for in this lifetime? What do I need to forgive myself? Yeah, in your in your short thirty three years, baby. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude. Like right now, I'm working on it, but dude, drinking so much beer right now. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. <laughs> no, what kinda, I just what's your what's your beer choice? Uh it's always the IPAs. I was going to say I bet yeah, it's IPA. Dude, okay. Yeah. This yeah. this potent beer. I don't know, man. I've just been really wanting to like that's the only thing I really have issues with. Um just always getting carried away drinking beer and stuff. <laughs> so I yeah. just want to be like, "All right, bro, let's get let's get it together." <laughs> like things are getting serious and now I'm like, "All right, dude. Like mm-hmm. let's stay focused." So, yeah. Well, well, you're still 33. Yeah. Okay. When I was 33, I was drinking a little bit myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're out in Gilbert, Arizona, yeah. of all places. So you're you're out there. That's kind of a chill. rural. It's a very chill yeah, rural yep. community chill. outside of Phoenix and yeah. on the outskirts. And um, yeah, well, you paint a little and then you have a, l- a couple of brewskis. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no shame in that game. No, nah, man, no. <laughs> no, no. It's just when I <laughs> just, it's cool to like know that now. So when I get a little older, then I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because like my girls over here taking me like because I would never go to the doctors. I'm like, bro, I forget the doctors. Like when I'm on my way out, I'm on my way out. (laughs) And then she started taking like giving me doctor's appointments. They're like, dude, you're you're healthy. You're good. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's just, you know, just the drinking intake and stuff. Well, as long as you're not hitting the hard stuff and your doctor's not like, uh, Justin, your liver is looking a little wonky and you're not, and then you're not hitting the tequila too hard. I think you're good. No, no, no. I can't mess with any of the hard stuff. It's too tough. No, no, dude. Tequila. I remember I had bourbon once I like, I had like four cups of bourbon and my buddy was just like, dude, you're supposed to swig that around and like lightly sip it. And I was like having it in a coffee cup and I just pound it and stuff. And I literally like, I've like just felt like a cowboy, dude. I was so lit. It was so bad. It was so you felt bad. like a cowboy. Yeah, it was so bad, dude. Drinking that and bourbon and all that. I was Ooh. like, dude, yeah. That hard stuff. I can't do tequila shots anymore. I'll, t- I'll make this very brief, but it's a hilarious story. When I was single after, after my, divor- my divorce, my one and only divorce, uh, before I met my husband, yeah. my current husband, um, I was on a date with this dude in, out, out at Greasewood Flats. He had a work party, and Greasewood Flats is like out by you know Pinnacle Peak, yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. all okay. the all the bikers go out there. Yeah. It's like all deserty, and you and the, <laughs> yeah. they give you meat, and you throw it on the grill out there and cook your own. And there's a it's outside, what? and it's all dirty, dusty, and there's a band, and it, yeah. they don't. It's closed. I think it's closed now. Is it closed, Laura? Yeah. Laura would know. Um, anyway. I went, so this guy, he picked me up and I said, I said, dude, I haven't eaten dinner. You know, I was running around. It was like, we were late and I'm like, I haven't eaten dinner. He's like, it's like, it's okay. We'll just get something out there, you know, whatever. And I, this was like maybe the third time I went out with him and it was a work party for him. So we go out there (laughs) and the first thing we have is someone comes to us, like hits us up with this tray full of shots of tequila. Yeah. And they're like, come on, come on, everybody start drinking tequila. So I have like four shots before I had any food. Of tequila, tequila. Uh, maybe more than four, yeah. and therefore I was um, apparently I was I I was dancing with some random dude, and I kissed him, and then I fell on the on I fell on the dirt Jeez. out there, <laughs> and he's like, and it was this work party. He's like, get up, oh my and I'm gosh. like, I can't, and I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, I can't get, up. I can't, and That's I and hilarious. that that was the last time, yeah, we ever yeah. went out. And, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Lit. <laughs> I'm like, sorry for the rando. I was no, kissing no. on the dance floor and I'm sorry that I fell in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah, that was my past. That's, cool. That's the, so yeah, so. Yeah. To kill, yeah. 
to kill yeah, you. To kill it you. It will kill yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I never heard absolutely. that. Oh my gosh. All right. So you're going to forgive yourself for, for drinking too much beer, but give yourself a little grace because you're still yeah. 33 years old. So thank you. When we're talking in 10 more years, then we'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that subject. Then we'll come back, yeah. yeah. Plus I'll keep you, I'll keep you straight. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll be texting you. How many beers you had to take today, Justin? <laughs> I know. Uh, eight. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, All right. Man. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, my I'm God. Stoked, Thank yeah. you for being here. I knew it was going to be a blast. Yeah, this is cool. I love your story. I love the fact that, you know, you didn't come up with the Lucky Sperm Club. Uh, like I no. didn't come up with the Lucky Sperm Club. And you nope, made something lived amazing. in the hotel with my mom, man. Grinding, dude. Yeah. You made something amazing of your life. And what's yeah. yet to come for you is really what's going to be yeah. Amazing to witness. I can't wait. See, see what God has lined up. Just don't man. get too big and be like, who's Lisa? Lisa who? No way. <laughs> never. Don't get too big I'm for your bridges, like Justin. That. No, I'm okay. never like that. I know, I know, I know. So, Justin, if any of our listeners want to get a hold of you, um, your website, please. Uh, artbyjpierce.com. And then... Instagram. Instagram. I am Jay Pierce, and then you can also check out my NFT page, um, JP and Friends NFT, and that's on Instagram and Twitter too. Okay, yeah, you're out there. Yeah, man. Any of those places? Yeah, all hit, over. Hit him up, guys. You will not be disappointed, yeah. and we'll put some of his art up on uh, on the liner notes as well. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Okay, so you'll be back. We'll ha- we'll have you back on the show again. Yeah, and definitely. the best Let's of luck to you. And tell Sammy and LL I said hey. All right, I will. Right. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, talk soon. All right, take care. Peace. Thank you. Okay, guys. So that's going to do it for another episode of Just Go F Yourself. Please do me a favor anywhere you download your pods and look for mine and like, subscribe, and share because that'd be the coolest thing to do. And I'd so appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to hit me up personally, it's Lisa at JustGoFYourself.com or Instagram, JustGoFYourselfPodcast. Until then, you guys, just go out and please live your best lives ever. Love one another. And always, always remember to just go forgive yourself. We'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks, guys.